0: Yo, what's up everybody, it's your boy Sid Von the Mogul And welcome to episode 2 of my podcast entitled I Don't Want to Talk About It Season two, we're taking it up another level and we're calling this space, this area, The Empty Room. So welcome to The Empty Room. And I got my homeboy in the building with me. Y'all heard him last season. And like I said, we got visual, we on YouTube now. So y'all are gonna be able to put faces with the voices. So I got my boy back in the building, Mr. Aaron Mickens. What's up, brother? What's going on, man? Happy man, to be here. Uh, thank you, man, for coming. I can't can't call him. Blessed, blessed to be here. Blessed to be a man, brother. Yes, sir. Yes, blessed, sir. And I'm YouTube. loving it. Manhood is a beautiful thing. Absolutely, it is. So, on today's episode, we're going to dive right in. Okay. So, it's going to be a little bit controversial, okay? Mm-hmm. But I know you can handle it. You yes, know what I'm saying? I know my brother. I'm all right. for it. you all for it. So, today's episode, we are calling the Will and Jada Effect. Now, listen. Hear me out. Hear me out, okay? I'm not here to bash Will or Jada Smith. I'm not. Do I have my own personal opinions? Of course. Everybody does. However, um, I wanted to talk about... Um, a certain subject, when it comes to, um, actually, you can say it kind of plays on the relationship. It's more face value, if you will. Okay. Face value, right? So we know, we all up in the tabloids, we on social media, we see what's going on, um, what the world the world is talking about, yeah. Jada and Will Smith. Um, but I want to touch on a certain subject. And like I said, it's face value. So I want to talk about, and they say we can talk about Will, right? Okay, I can actually relate again, face value, I can actually relate with what I see, um, the world and, you know, it's kind of putting Will through in so many words, right? Mm -hmm, I've been mm -hmm, in a position mm -hmm. where, um, I've been in relationships where it seemed as though, not even seemed as though on my part, I loved the woman more than they loved me. Right. And how much that affected me. Right. And so that's what I want to touch on today. I want to actually touch on what, what men are actually feeling when they're in those type of predicaments, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Being in love um, and loving someone who does not love you back, and mm-hmm. what kind of um, what kind of damage you can actually do to a man, if yeah. you will, right? Yeah. So I know I have my history, and we're gonna get in, but I want to talk to my brother here, yeah. and uh, we've discussed over the phone, you know, different times, mm-hmm. um, you know, even your relationship because you were married at one point, yes, um, and um, and so I want to be able to talk about that, how it made you feel. And hopefully what we say today will be able to help men who are actually going through this because I don't care what nobody says, men want to be loved correctly. As Absolutely. Well. Need to be. We do. We need to be. Yeah. It's, it's it's a necessity. And so um, we're going to talk about it. So let's just dive right in. Aaron, brother, um, we relate on a lot of different levels, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to growth and being in, I guess you can say in the wrong relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, so please tell us start, man. Let's tell me a little bit about Mm-hmm. You know what your testimony was when it came to you know absolutely, yeah, man. to that. Absolutely. So, so
1: being a youngin, you know, yeah. um, leaving no excuse to to my in- ignorance. Right. Um, I got in a relationship, and I was so convinced that uh, God was tell- leading me in that direction. Yeah. Um, and you know, I I did not realize at the time how. I was not in tune yeah. with the voice of God. Right. And I was more in tune with my feelings and my emotions and my my sense of logic rather than an understanding from the Holy Spirit that superseded all of that. Mm. So needless to say, that led me into the wrong direction. Mm. And I was convinced because I, in my mind, decided that God was telling me this. Mm. Yeah. And so that just put it, you know, uh, gas to the fire. That just You're pretty b- much made covenant with it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I was in agreement with it um, and I was just convinced. Yeah. And so it led me to it kind of desensitized my sense of discernment, my my judgment. um, All of that was just, you know, uh, dormant. Yeah. And I I let all my guards down and I was just convinced. And so uh, basically, I just uh, got in a relationship with someone and um, it was. It I started to notice from the very beginning mm. that it was pulling me away from my convictions as a man and my relationship with God.
0: So, so let me sorry to cut you off. Let let's start right there, man. Yeah. So, you said you saw in the beginning, yeah, right, yeah. So, what was it that actually made you, you know, ignore? I mean, yeah. we always talk about, especially in the culture, that's that's literally yeah. crazy about red flags, yeah. Um, me and CM as well. We yeah. do. Yeah. Um. But like, you know, especially in my instance, I was the same way. Absolutely. You know, red red flags were shown, yeah. but I ignored all of them and continued ignored to yep. go on with yep. what it was What it was, I felt I wanted. So what was it about, you know, you? Because like you said, you saw him and I yeah. know you to be like a very mature guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So what was it, bro?
1: So for me, it was a lot of things and it, it, it wasn't until after everything was over that I really had a chance to unpack what happened. Right. So, it, it was it was one it was me trying to combat the weaknesses that I saw in my father. Mm. And mm. I, I basically I saw him and some of his his flaws were a little bit more dominant towards my mom and to where that kind of created separation between them. So what I decided in my mind is that I'm going to go on the entire opposite end of the spectrum. Right. And just be extremely passive. But I didn't, mm. I didn't recognize that it was passive. Right. So it was that. I was being extremely passive and not stepping up to in my masculinity in a graceful way. But then it was also a Jezebel spirit mm. that I didn't recognize. Mm. But one led to the other. Because I was passive, because I was not embracing my manhood and right. what God called that to be, I was susceptible to the Jezebel spirit. Mm-hmm. And therefore, I was being led spiritually. And my convictions were being hushed. Wow. Because I was called, I was hushing them. I was saying, "Be wow. quiet. Yeah. This is right." What I'm hearing in my ear yeah. makes sense, even though I have conviction of what I've been taught yeah. is speaking against that. Wow. So that's kind of what what propelled it to
0: to initiate. So can you, because we always talk about, and I, I don't want to this and, and by no means it's no disrespect. You know mm, how I am. Absolutely. Um. So can you honestly say that it was an emotional decision?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely say that. I would say that. The issue was that I was not coherent mm-hmm. because I allowed myself to be moved to make decisions based off of emotions. Not just right. my
0: emotions, but emotion of someone else through the form of manipulation. Right. Got you. So a reason I ask that is because I want to do away with a stigma that says man can't be emotional. Here, 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 Here's the thing. Let's get to it. <laughs> here's the thing. Um, as a man who is... <laughs> I was raised by a single mother. I didn't have a man in my life to really show me what it was to be um, a sober, rational man. Yeah, God had to show me that, right? But like I said, I grew up as a very emotional male. Mm-hmm. We are living in a day and time where it's frowned upon. And I went to, bro, went to this event yesterday, Just Heal, bro, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and anybody, there, they're actually on tour right now. So listen to me. If you are, and look them up, Just heal, bro. Yeah. They're coming to cities. They're coming to cities near you, man. You have to go and check it out. It was an amazing event. I actually got a chance to see some heavy hitters, some heroes of mine, Mr. Okay. Jason Wilson. Yes. Uh, Dr. Joel me It me it was crazy. It was it was a crazy event, but they made some points that really stuck with me. Um, they say that, you know, we live in a stigma in a, in a culture that says men can't, emotion, can't be emotional. We're actually shunned upon. Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. down for being emotional. Yeah. Yeah. But Dr. Joel said something. He said that it's funny that women can tell a man that you can't be emotional, not understanding that you actually came from me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? If we go in the Bible and look,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Eve was made from yeah. Adam. Yeah. Right? That was so The first the Ill- birth. The first birth, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the emotional um, heart or the emotional identity that a woman has comes from a man. Yeah. yeah. So I need y'all to understand yeah. that we can be. Emotional, if right, we right, desire to, right, right. being emotional in a healthy way. In a healthy way. In a healthy way is actually a great thing. You great, want your yeah. man to be an emotional. Any, any, and rather it's your son, rather it's your husband, your boyfriend. You really want. You don't want a zombie. You don't mm-hmm. want a man who's literally just cold. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's crazy because y'all want a man who's affectionate, mm-hmm. but he can't be emotional. Right, right, right. right. They go, they go with each right, other. right.
1: right. The disconnection between this is that we don't realize the purpose of emotions. And so mm. we we genderize, if that's a word, emotions, because we don't realize the biblical purpose of what emotions are for, mm. or why God gave them to us. And so that why, because we have this lack of education, we assign them to the gender that freely expresses their emotions They right. are more in tune with their emotions, which is women. And because we see them more prevalent in women, we say it's a feminine thing. Right. When it's not, it's a human thing. And God gave us emotions to basically be closer to him. Yeah. So we can be more in tune with what God feels when we do the right thing or the wrong thing, not to chastise us necessarily or to condemn us, <clears throat> but to help us to understand what God, Christ experienced on the earth. Yeah. And what God feels when we don't, when we're not in alignment with his will. So emotions, when we feel regret, when we feel shame or when we feel joy or peace or happiness, all of these things are attributes of God. Right. And because we get to experience them on a level that animals don't get to, creatures mm-hmm. and plants and all these things don't right. get to experience those things. It's a way of God saying, you are made in my likeness. Mm-hmm. And I want to show you that.
0: Absolutely. And so, like I said, we always talk about, I think, you know, we can go to Jesus and I'm gonna make a couple points. Jesus was an emotional man. And, and the reason I said it, the Bible clearly talks about it. Jesus wept yeah. to cry. Yeah. To be able to cry in front of people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even the love that he spread throughout his time on mm-hmm. earth and in his ministry, that's a level of emotion. Yeah, You dig what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so a lot of times, like I said, we see the memes. You see the Tyrese. They, they make fun of man. any man who cries. The Will Smith at the Red Table Talk um, who was in tears. You know what I'm saying? And then we have so many other... Um, other moments in 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 culture that we are made fun of Mm -hmm. for being emotional Mm -hmm. not understanding if you notice men who usually keep their emotions bottled up and inside Mm -hmm. one or two things are going to happen Mm -hmm. they're going to explode in their Mm -hmm. environment Mm -hmm. or they're going to implode on themselves Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right and so you have to understand that Make my 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 woman, Tiffany, I, and I say it all the time. One of the things I respect and honor her for the most mm-hmm. is that she made a space. She yeah. let me. She gave me a space to be broken. Whew.
1: That's like, powerful. Bro,
0: she gave me a space to be broken. There were times where I'm talking about because of past histories and relationships, right. I just had PTSD, and it was so much that was yeah. on the inside yeah. of me yeah. that any given moment I could just yeah. snap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But it wasn't like. You emotional, right, you're you right. just too emotional for me, I can't deal, which is literally the culture that we live in now. If a man cries, or even if he's expressing himself yeah, in yeah. a manner that literally is like, yo, I'm hurting. Yeah, yeah. And it's, I'm really hurting. Yeah. And you don't understand, it's like, why are you so emotional? Yeah, and yeah. right then and there, that's when it men, it's like, we crawl back into our into our shells. Yeah. It's just like, you know what, I shouldn't even say anything in the first place. And
1: you know what I see when I hear that? And I, I mean, that's so prevalent
0: yeah. um, to where it's become
1: the standard of how men and women interact in relationships. Yeah. That I love you under these conditions that you don't show too much emotion. But, when mm. I, but what I see that that's saying is something even deeper. I see that that is saying that in today's society, in today's world, that we don't understand the purpose of marriage and what we're actually doing. We're building oneness Mm. so to fight against someone that you are trying to create oneness with is a contradiction yeah you are trying to be one with this person while at the same time telling them to leave their parts of their humanity aside Mm. you're not trying to become one with them right be to become one with someone is to become glued to them every part of them as you grow as a unit because what marriage is is God recognizing two people now as one
0: absolutely
1: and god is a god is a being of unity as we see the father the son and the holy spirit is a triune Mm. when god looks at us he's saying marriage is actually the fusing, the gluing of together and the bible Mm. even defines it this way the gluing together of two people now seen in the eyes of god as one absolutely and so what i'm seeing is that the perspective a lot of women have is i'm becoming one but really what i'm doing is i'm attracting all the parts of this being that serve me what really mm. is happening is they won't say this, but I am choosing to love myself through you. Mm. I want to bro, love me and use everything that's good about you to do that. And so I'm going to extract all it's the things heavy, that bro. serve myself and my, my peace and my, my sense of love and safety. I'm extracted out of you, and I'm going to leave all the parts of you that's, that make you whole and make you human. I'm going to leave that aside. That's not um, oneness. That's division. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we got an offering plate around here. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's my God, that's, mean, a whole it, it that's a deep. whole world. That's a whole world, bro. It goes deep. It goes super deep. And so like I said, so even with us, con- you know, joining together, um, I know for me, God... Wanted me to be more rational, right? To to bring more of that man side out of mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I was going to be, like you said, conjoined with somebody one day, mm-hmm. right? So can we say that God wants a man to have a level of emotion? Absolutely. Because you are, like, you're joining and you're becoming one, that rational side. Yeah. And then that emotional side, that femininity and that mm-hmm. masculinity coming mm-hmm. together and becoming one. Absolutely. So you can say that God wants a level of emotion shown, not mm-hmm. even just had, but shown, mm-hmm. and here's the thing, like, we always, there's always proof that a man is either, he's good emotionally, he's healthy emotionally, or he's unhealthy. Right. And, I, and like I said, it's all face value. We're only going off what we've been seeing in culture, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Oscar slap mm-hmm. from Will Smith. Mm-hmm. To me, I didn't just see a man go right. out there to hit somebody. Right. That was a man who kept so much yeah. in for years. Yeah, in the action it was so much for years yeah. that that man kept in and it imploded it exploded mm-hmm. on the person next to him or the mm-hmm. person around him mm-hmm. and this is what continuously mm-hmm. happens with men on a daily mm-hmm. basis right mm-hmm. and then it gets so bad to the point mm-hmm. where we literally get to the places of suicide mm-hmm. the numbers are the highest amongst men black Absolutely. men yep. any type of men because we are you want us to be around. Mm-hmm. You want us to be men for you, mm-hmm. but you don't us to. You don't allow us to be men, mm-hmm. and therefore you end up losing us in yeah. so many different ways. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I think we need. I am here. Mm-hmm. I am here, and I believe that God has put the mantle on my life to do so. Is to do away with this cultural view oh, of what yeah. a man is. I'm with it. <laughs> I am so tired of it. Yeah. You're not going to sit here and tell me and, and and this is no shot at the ladies. We love y'all and we understand that we need y'all, but you can't tell me how to be a man. Exactly. You can't do it. You don't even know how. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't even know where to begin. Mm-hmm. My mo- I was raised by a single mother. Mm-hmm. I was. Mm-hmm. But I understand the absence, the mm-hmm. void that it left yeah. by not having a father. Yeah. Because I truly believe this. If I grew up and had my mother, that emotional side to me, mm-hmm. I would have had, if my father was there, there would have been a balance. Mm-hmm. But you see, I grew up too emotional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I took everything to heart, very hard. Yeah. Just, just very hard. Just not understanding that my father was supposed to be there to tell me, man, life was going to happen. That's yeah. the rational yeah. side. That's the father's
1: side. That's the father's side. That's
0: father's the, father's the rational side. side. Yeah. Yo, life is going to happen, son. Mm-hmm. And this is what you need to do. This is how you need to cope. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I am here, like I said, I'm not trying to. We we not here to bash Will Smith. We're not. Yeah. We don't know him personally, yeah. and I don't know what that situation is personally. But there is a lot of men who yeah. I know, yeah, who I do know personally, Absolutely. who would rather yeah. bottle things in, yeah, than to get the help. And I ain't talking mm-hmm. about just going to therapy because mm-hmm. I think another thing, and this is no shot. This mm-hmm. is no shot. But I truly believe this. We have. Even though therapy is a great source, Mm -hmm. it is. It's a great resource, right? We have made it a handicap. Yeah. And the reason I'm going to say that is simply due to the fact that- I see that. I'm going to tell you right now who healed me. God did. Uh, Oh, yeah. And and then this 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 is just the truth. And like I said, I'm a Christian and I'm not bashing therapy. Yes, please, if you have a therapist, go to therapy. But I think a lot of times, a lot of people go to therapy to avoid accountability. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And right. it
1: create an excuse, a way out of yes. facing God, because what therapy helps do is it helps bring a lot of those things that are dormant inside your heart to the surface. Yeah But what God comes and does is He comes and heals all. Come man. on, man, you know what I'm saying. So therapy has its place on a solical level where it helps us to uproot some of those things that are deep.: Yeah, you know it helps us to understand the psyche of humanity, and it helps us to uproot some of those traumatic things that we have buried down. You know, the coping mechanisms that we covered layers and layers of dirt on top of issues, right? So what therapy helps do do is uproot those things. And then God, the farmer, the cultivator, comes through and says, okay, these are weeds. I need to get these out. So the
0: soil's fresh again. That's so good. So you need both. You you need both. They work away at each other. And so, like I said, with the the whole Smith, like I said, I could really relate. I've seen so many memes about the man... um, and just him, it's sad it's it's truly sad, but there are so many men who are going through the same thing, who really just cry themselves to sleep at night, who you know, who are looking for peace you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, and it's kind of hard, because sometimes, that peace that that a man is looking for is gonna cry but culture has literally choked, don't cry don't cry, man up, all this other stuff, man, listen, I it's Jason Wilson, who was at he, it was it was surreal to see my heroes and just see him. Like I'm literally a couple of inches away yeah, from yeah, him. I actually was able yeah. to have a conversation with Jason Wilson. Yeah. Shout out to it's him, privilege. man. It's, a, it's an honor, man. And I was able to, I told him I was like, your books, um, Cry Like a Man, please. Every man needs to go get this book. Every man, Cry Like a Man, yeah. go get it. And also his other book, War Cry, um, he talks about. Not being not not feeling man enough, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. He talks about the things of him crying. You mm-hmm. know, he's like, I wouldn't cry. I didn't cry with my wife for right. a long time because I was always taught that if I cried, I wasn't a man. Yeah, right. Yeah, and with this with this whole thing, and we talked about the definition of man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Jason Wilson makes this point. He said you can't define man. Mm-hmm. You cannot define them. He said the minute you give them a definition is the minute you limit yeah. them. Yeah that's good <laughs> that's bro i was that's sitting good. there in the yeah. front row like oh yeah. my yeah. god he's yeah. giving me so yeah. much yeah. game yeah. like it's it's crazy and then he says that um the real definition of a man is being able to be anything at any given moment mm. right and so at one point you may need to be a husband right right right. i can be that husband oh, yeah. in that moment sometimes and, 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 uh, you may be a, need to be a father yep I will be that father in that moment. Mm-hmm. I need to be a brother. I could be that brother. Right, That's right, manhood. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so, but even him saying that, he said, I had to go to a place to understand, to be there for the people that I wanted to be there mm-hmm. for. I had to make sure that I was in check. Yeah. And what I mean by that is, man, he said, I cried the drop of a hat now. I- yeah. And... He listen he has a black belt this man is dangerous he's dangerous <laughs> yeah. but he he and he he has a um a gym who's in is in the Detroit metropolis um, LA uh the area and it's called the cable of Duham and he always talks about you know talks with young men he mm-hmm. talks with oh uh, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying he yeah. tells them like yo why are you not crying yeah yeah
1: holding that in and to me I think that's really what weakness is. It's all oh, come on, it's not being able to, because you have to be a man enough to face what people tell you isn't a man when you know that it is. Come on, man. That's being a man is really saying no. No, this is a man. No, this is no, a, I'm a man grown cry. man. No, yeah, I know that. And, and the manhood part of it is being secure. It's like, I can cry while you try to challenge my masculinity, and I can tell you that this is okay because I'm yeah. confident and knowing enough to know I am a man, and you don't dictate whether or not I Come believe boy. that. You know what I'm saying? I know that I am, and crying th- is a part of what I need to do. And Another part is we need, to, we need to self-regulate when it comes to our emotions, a lot of times that means just having a cry. Yeah. Because we know as a man, okay, if I don't cry and get this out, it's going to build up and build up and okay. build up. And I'm going to do something that I don't Come want to mind. do. Talk about so in it, order bro. to govern myself accordingly yeah. to the image
0: of God, I got to cry. Absolutely. Like Jesus did. He cried. The burden got heavy. Man, listen, he was in the garden of Gethsemane crying. He flowing flowing like God Amen. With tears. He was in fear. And we always like we're all like I said this culture has really I'm going to go here bamboos with us. Yeah. into thinking uh-huh. that being masculine doesn't mean I can't be um in touch with my uh emotional right, side. Right. You know what I'm saying? We have literally and, and this is another thing like I said this I can I can talk about just Hillbro every day yeah. all day this is just the the knowledge they was dropping on us, man. Like mm. we have defined. We we have Made the word masculinity its own definition, mm-hmm. when truthfully it's nothing more than an adjective.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Come on, masculinity is nothing more than, a, than an adjective. Yeah, yeah. It does not sense who I am. Yeah, it's a part of who yeah. I am. Yeah, yeah. There's so much a, more to it. There's so much more to it. We have literally said, "Well, masculinity is shown through doing, while femininity is being. It's just being, right? That's crazy. Isn't it's it? completely crazy. <laughs> like it's almost like." If you're if you're if you're a feminine, that means you're not doing something which literally makes you less of a man. Right. You understand what I'm right, saying? Right, right. And it's like that's not the case. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the best of both worlds. Yeah, yeah. This is who God has created me to be. Yeah. This is this is literally through. This is what God has literally created me to be, and mm-hmm. I can be that individual, mm-hmm. right? And so, just to go back, right? We we see here. And like I said, this, is, this episode is called The Will and Jaden Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And so I've seen through the tabloids through years, you know, I've seen a man who really loves his wife. Yeah, you know? I see that too. You As what a what man, you know?
1: I can see, and this is, this is a little bit of my perspective on yes. it. Obviously, like you said, we don't know all of the details. Of course, of course. But speaking, and this has weight because I am a man and I am married. Speaking from a man who is married... And what little that I have seen as a man, I can tell he is committed to that marriage. He puts himself and his status and his image at risk every single time he defends his wife. So when he got up on that stage, he was ready to risk everything that he lost from a man's perspective. He knew that getting up. He Mm. said, if I get up out this seat. I'm going to risk all this stuff that I've built as a man. And I'm saying, getting up on the stage, that it's worth it. Yeah. That shows love on the on the sacrificial level mm-hmm. of what a man is supposed to be, which is to lay down his life. All this stuff in my life that I've built up to make the name of Fresh Prince and, and Will, mm. I'm willing to sacrifice all of that because it can be destroyed with this moment. Right. But I'm saying with this moment as well
0: that I love my wife more than that image. Right. And I I I saw that, but what I also saw was a man. This is where I related to him. I also saw a man who was screaming for the attention of his wife. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely! You understand the what love. I'm saying? The love, the same love that I'm literally pouring out of myself, yeah. I'm asking for it back. Now I've been there. Oh, man, you go sure. above it. You go above and beyond. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's almost like filling, trying to fill a barrel of water with a whole bunch of holes in in it. it. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, no matter how much you pour, no matter Mm -hmm. how much you give, it's not being reciprocated, which means you feel like I have to start doing more. Now, here's the crazy thing. And this is what I've said. I've said to Tiffany, because we we would talk about it, and I would get passionate or upset, whatever you want to call it, but I would get upset about it because I can relate. I'm not just looking at his relationship with his wife, mm-hmm. there is something that that literally goes beyond that, and mm-hmm. what I'm saying is if you can sit here and take that kind of what we've seen uh-huh. public abuse mm-hmm. and you feel like that's okay, something happened earlier yeah. to you set the standard that set that standard that set that bar to say that what I'm receiving at this point is okay, mm-hmm. and that's what I related mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of my relation I'm not nowhere near blaming my mother
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right but people know my story Mm -hmm. right and so a lot of my relationships until my adulthood had a lot to do with her
1: Mm
0: -hmm. right had a lot to do with it so and even my father feeling abandoned from my father and you know not receiving the quote-unquote love that i felt i should have received from my mother Mm -hmm. it put me in a position where i feel like i had to do more
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You
0: know what I'm saying? I had I had to go above and beyond. Mom, do you see me? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's not because my mom didn't want to see me; she was going through her own life. Right, 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 right. You know what I'm saying? She's Which still is living. Why, like she was still living, right? Yeah. And so even with my father, like I wanted to play ball. Mm-hmm. It wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. I wanted to play ball because that's what my dad did. Yeah, and that's how we related. Yeah, and I feel like I need to be the best, mm-hmm. the best I could possibly be play playing ball. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, you know, I, I was decent. I wasn't,
1: was all that. But uh... <laughs> <laughs> so in a sense, you had to earn your manhood i had
0: literally you had to earn the medal of a man i literally that's what it was and i'm just like god like and it, it, it started to get like that with relationships that i would have right mm-hmm. so i would get into these relationships these girls would show me right off the bat bro i'm not digging you the way you're digging mm-hmm. me like that mm-hmm. but sydney it was that old there was that little boy sydney yeah. that was still in them relationships saying yeah but i want you to like me please yeah. like like me. me i'm right, right. here i'm yep. good enough I'm good enough, I would do wow. any and everything. Even got into some trouble wow. because I wanted to get some attention. Wow. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I look at Will, I'm like, man, I feel like we need to deal with the little boy Will. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's in a man, God has designed man to need honor. Yeah. God has made us in his image and men need honor from their woman. Yeah. And if we're not getting that supply met, then we're going to search for it. Mm. Any need that's not being met is going to be searched for until you obtain it. Yeah. And God has created relationships for the woman in her femininity to naturally supply that to a man as he needs it. Because we all need it, but we need it in different ways. And only a woman who is trying to study her man and learn her man, which comes with a desire of oneness, will know exactly how he needs that honor for him. And that's like I said from earlier, that's being displaced because the desire isn't oneness. Yeah, The desire a lot of times is more selfish And a lot of times we don't even realize that it's selfish yeah. I'm trying to be loved through you So I'm using you in this life to get the love that I want out And then I'm going to just leave you Yeah, But oneness says I am here to serve and to love you So what I'm going to do is write down all my notes and study you To figure out exactly mm-hmm. how I can fit in those gaps To create the best possible unit I possibly can So we mm-hmm. can have the most fulfilling Marriage on both ends, yeah. because I know if I do my part, then I'm making the cup more full and more stable, so that I can get filled too. Good stuff, bro. That is the definition of oneness. I'm not in here to get my thirst quenched. I'm in here to create the cup sturdy, so that we both are filled. You know, man, we're both the same stuff, cup. Bro.
0: That's some good stuff, man. That <laughs> that's oneness. That's that's that's, that's what that's it's supposed God's to be. You know, know what I'm saying? And so, like I said. Going with our own personal experience. Mm-hmm. And we've talked about, you know, you know your first mm-hmm. marriage Absolutely. and everything. And we talked about relationships that I've been in. Mm-hmm. What can we, from our own experience, not being able to, that's what this episode is about. Mm-hmm. It's not about Will and Jada. Right, right. It's but than it's, that. it's deeper than that. It's about men who go through every day in life not feeling wanted. Mm-hmm not feeling loved, Mm -hmm. not feeling received. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've been there. Thank the Lord Almighty we grew Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and we have beautiful women who show us Mm -hmm. and honor us in the way that they do. But there are men out here who have been in positions like a Will Smith, been in positions even like a Tyrese Gibson, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying, and so many other places. Now, you may not even be in a relationship. Maybe it's just that you don't feel like you have a safe space to really break down, right? And you are literally on the brink of imploding. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I want to give them encouragement at this mm-hmm. point in the show because, like I said, I, I was—we were talking one way, and I just feel a shift. And and y'all know me—I'm safe. I'm a Christian, and wherever God leads me, that's where we go. That's right? where we go. That's where we go. So <laughs> I feel like we need to encourage. These guys, because like I said, we, I, if anybody ain't told you today, man, we need you. We it's need true. you. We need you. have no idea. And, and this is, and, and this is no, this is no, and no take a shot at anybody else. Okay. But I need you to understand the importance of men. The world is, the world is in the shape it is right now because men are falling out of place. Mm-hmm. Period. There's, mm-hmm. is, there is no, if, and, and but about it. 100, 100. There is no, if, and, but, men are out of the homes. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy because my girl pointed out a thing. Um, she actually showed me about a dream about why there are not a lot of boys that are being born at this point in time. Hmm. It's a lot of girls. A lot of girls that are being born. because And the reason, the reason she believes, and I 100% agree, is because there aren't men hmm. in place to raise them. Hmm. Hmm. And I know for me, being a father... Is going to be one of the greatest joys of my life. It is, yeah, it is. Because there is a part of me that has so much love to give. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I give my love to my lady. I give my love to the Lord. I give my love to my family. Yeah, but it's when you have something in you, yeah. and I'm trying not to tear up because I'm telling you, being a yeah. dad is going to be. Yeah, it's going to solidify Jesus, yeah. me being here.
1: And I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna say this as a father. I think in the deepest essence of manhood, that's what it is. That yeah. feeling of, I have so much love to give. Yeah. Because men are inserters. We are the ones that, that serve with what we give mm-hmm. and what we offer yeah. to put it in something. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the essence of what a man is, when I, before I got married, before I even started pursuing my wife, my current wife, I felt this deep, desire to love something yeah and i'm like god you have given me such an abundance of love that there's no way that you have intended for me just to be for me yeah to be with me like i have to get this out you know what i'm saying i have to love somebody like crazy because that's just what you made me to be that is the essence of what a man is and whenever a man feels like that and he's ready to offer that to something what comes with it is leadership when it comes mm-hmm. with protection it comes with grace it comes with a desire to understand it comes with emotional stability it comes with the ability to adjust and flexibility that's masculinity
0: yeah
1: able to be you know what i'm saying i'm able to be what this family needs yeah. to grow i'm able to be what this what i need to be in my career because this love propels
0: me to insert this out there absolutely absolutely it's in me yeah and so i i just Everything that he explained, everything that we're talking about, and everything that this platform is about, I need men to understand, bro. Yeah. And I'm going to try not to get emotional because, like I said, I, I feel y'all. Mm-hmm. I do. I've had conversations with countless brothers yeah. who literally just, like, I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have no identity, bro, outside of my family. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know what to do. If everything was the breakdown around me, I wouldn't even know who I am, right, bro. Right, right. What I'm telling you is who you are first, your man. I don't care if you lost your job. Mm-hmm. I don't care if there's a, if there's not a woman around to show you that yeah. you that or yeah. honor you that you are a man. If you have children who don't, uh, in some cases, don't want you to be around, mm-hmm. you're still a man. Still a man. I need you to understand that. For it first, you having a million dollars or having a dollar in your pocket, that is literally adaptation. That's lit. It's only in addition to who you are. That's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And that's something I literally went through a season where I lost everything, lost a job, lost lost identity, lost, lost cars, Mm -hmm. lost, you know, so much. And God, what God was trying to show me, he was like outside of everything that literally is added to what I've created you to be at your core. Mm -hmm. When they said, and they spanked you by them at the hospital, they said it was a boy. You were a man. Yeah,
1: Yeah.
0: You didn't have anything there. All you had was your, in so many cases, your voice.
1: Yeah,
0: You started crying. How, how, like, I need you to think about that. They they kill you for wanting to cry, but when you came out, that was the first thing you mm. did.
1: It's good. And let them know that you're alive.
0: That let them know that you were alive. Mm. That's good. Come on, man. I cry now, and it don't even have to be sad. I could be extremely happy and will cry.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's the type of of man that god wants us to be Mm -hmm. to be able and i want to talk to even the fathers out there who are stopping your sons from crying Mm -hmm. stop it yeah i need you to stop let them be human let them be. the first thing you are before your gender you're human 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 before man first (laughs) yeah you're human first we cry. We are emotional. We are down. We get we get stressed out. Mm-hmm. We get overwhelmed as men. Mm-hmm. And this is a crowd to any man, rather it's anybody who's going to see this, will sees it. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, no matter what you have, it don't right. make you a man what you are at your core is you're a man. You are mm-hmm. a man. Yeah.
1: And with men, I think that We we categorize weakness or the world categorizes weakness for a man inappropriately.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Men face weakness. And I think the definition of strength is the ability to do that. Yeah. I face my weakness. And if I cannot cry, that means there's something that I'm not facing. Yeah. That's not strength. Yeah. Strength, for me, is going into the place that I fear most Or that I feel like I will be most exposed on, Or that I feel like my image will be most wrecked And say, I'm going in anyway oh, Because yes, if man. I don't go in, it won't be addressed If I don't go in, I won't grow past that If I don't grow in, it will still have, hold captive over me in my life So what am I going to do? As a man, I'm going to face that And say, I'm going in that room And I'm going to make sure that whatever that is That is holding me down is destroyed or removed whatever i need to do to do that. If i if i need to cry, if i need to show that i'm capable of crying in front of multiple people, i'll do that. Yeah. Men face weakness. Yeah. And it's just like going to the gym. Like I know you and I work yeah. out. I have seen countless people, let me not just say men. I've seen countless people go into the gym Day after day after day, what are they doing? They're going in there and they're picking up the weight that they're so used to. Mm -hmm. I do this all the time. And it's really a confidence thing. Mm -hmm. I just want to feel confident. So I'm carrying this weight that I'm used to. What a strong person will do is go into the gym and find a weight that they know they cannot Mm -hmm. handle. And when they pick it up, what do they look like? They look weak. Yeah but they're strong because they're facing that weakness. Oh, that is, so that is in essence masculinity. I'm facing what I'm not good at. I'm, I'm capable of looking awkward. I'm capable of looking unbalanced. I'm capable of looking like I don't have it together because I'm getting it together. Yeah. And I'm strong enough to stay in this process until I I hold it strong and I'm good. Yeah. Cuz I know I did that.
0: That is amazing, bro. Like that is that is so huge. We are here I believe that God has set aside special men yeah. for the next wave that's coming. It's coming. And it's going to start. I really believe there's going to be a turn of the tide that's going to start with men. And brothers, I'm, I want y'all to get ready because, as I stated before, I'm, I'm, we are a part of a dying breed, brother. We are men who are in touch who are in touch with God. He yeah. was everything. Yeah. I believe that God cries. It, it, I used to be, t- it was weird. I used to be as, I'm like, why would it rain? I was younger. And you'll yeah. be like, it's because God is crying. Yeah, I thought that too. You know yeah, what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like God is crying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And it's just, it's, it's like, it's a beautiful thought. It is. But however, I do know that Jesus cried for me on Calvary. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I do believe that Jesus, while he was in the garden of Gethsemane, while he's saying, Why he's mm-hmm. facing that fear. hmm why he's facing that fear and crying, saying "I don't want to do this." Yes. I know the tears was for me. And you That was a real was, moment, right? C- come on, it's the realest of oh, moments. I want to do this. <laughs> come, come on, do listen. It. I in this season I just passed. There was a time, and me and my woman pray every single night, mm. and I was angry with God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Angry with him. Mm-hmm. She's in. We in the car praying, and literally she has my hand. Mm-hmm. And all I I didn't want to I didn't want to do no fluff prayer. I didn't yeah, want to do nothing. I literally really, held right? and it got, yeah, And I got really. quiet for a minute. Then I just said, God, your will be done. And it was hard. It was one of the hardest yeah. moments in my life. And I said it with tears in my eyes. God, your will be done. That's all I can say. That's
1: all I can say. That moment, I'm gonna tell you right now, that you and you're gonna discover it more and more. That moment changed your life. Come I on. guarantee you that moment changed who you are as a person yes because God allows us to get to those points where we're like there is absolutely no way I want to say this I want to do this but I'm gonna do it anyway and I'm gonna just go through right. it and I'm gonna embrace it the reason that's so hard is because you are literally it's almost like changing your DNA oh, mentally dude. you are you are performing a miracle <laughs> because because if you think about it if you think about it God the way we change the world is changing the way we see the world yeah Every time I change the way I see the world, I literally miraculously change the world because I'm changing my experience in it. So what happens in those moments is God is like, you have to shift the way you are looking at this. And the only way to do this is to submit, let go, let it hurt, embrace it. And when you finally agree, not just, all right, drag me into this. When you finally agree and shift, you repent from an entire lifestyle. Mm an entire you shifts that's in that crazy, moment. Bro. And that's what God is trying to get out of you. He can't take your shoulders and shift it for you. He has to let you get to the point where you feel like you're about to break and you yeah. say, I'm an embrace. Yeah. I embrace it
0: instead of just being broken. But and he, that but, changes you. Dog, but even with that, we got to think about it. A lot of times, of course, and I'm going to stay on this thing of being emotional um, and crying and, and, and being vulnerable. Right. In the Garden of Gethsemane, it was that moment Mhm that vulnerable moment yeah. when Jesus in the garden that yeah. led him to destiny yeah 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 you dig know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. we are trying to like stop our men yeah, from yeah. crying and it's i believe like it to be a counterproductive. counterproductive come on counterproductive and it's a distraction from men being led to destiny you're literally you have to understand that you bottling all these things up bottling the the tears the the frustration and the the anger that you're feeling Mm -hmm. bottling all this up and Mm -hmm. stopping you from going Mm -hmm. to where god wants Mm -hmm. you to go
1: and this is also it's dishonesty come on because you're trying to hide it from whom god knows (laughs) not only does god know what you experience in this moment he knows every every limit to emotion that you're going to feel in the future he knows so you're trying to hide it from who from who and for what is the question that should be asked (laughs) because if if why is to protect your image when god knows who you are and he's not only knows who you are he's building who you should be yeah then why Why? it's counterproductive to hide that i get in the car when i'm like i told you this we have discussions and i'm many times for me it's on the way to work and i am just like frustrated or sad And it is like the height of that emotion. Like I'm in the car. It's early in the morning. Nobody's on the road. I'm either yelling, (laughs) furious, but I'm allowing myself to get to that capacity of emotion so that me and God have an honest moment. And then I can get... I can get ministered to from the top of that mountain of whatever yeah. I'm feeling. He said, now I can break it down for you. Yeah. But if you hold even just a, a pinch of that mountain from exposing to God or yourself, yeah. then you're only going to get so much teaching and so much understanding and so much of a repentance from where you were headed in the wrong direction. Yeah. It's your submission to God that allows you to change direction. Come on, man. This
0: is... This is some stuff, <laughs> they say
1: bro. Jesus take the will. I mean, that know, him that, it, that's him know? taking it. You know
0: what I mean? Like, you but know. this is this is huge. But like I like I said, this this episode was definitely special for me. Again, mm-hmm. um, no take on Will and Jaden. And I have to keep you know saying it because I don't want nobody yeah. saying anything. This was an episode for the masses of men who are basically dealing in silence. Mm-hmm. This is for y'all. I need you. I did an episode. I mean, I did an episode last season, saying it's time to talk, it's time yeah. to speak, and I'm saying it again. I need, as a matter of fact, I want you when you watch this episode or listen to this episode, I want you to do some homework. I want you to literally get a piece of paper. I want you to write down everything that you're feeling, and as you write, as the tears be, if the tears want to fall, mm-hmm. let them fall. Let them fall. Be real. Or if it's not something that you want to write, that you want to tell. If you have somebody that you can trust and you know that you won't be judged and it's a safe space for you. Yeah. You say you're thinking that you being silent and just handling or manning up as you manning up is actually Mm -hmm. not. It's actually showing how weak you are. Mm -hmm. To be able to be vulnerable. You said that to me before. Mm -hmm. uh, The greatest sign of strength is being going, is literally going to the most vulnerable places. Go there face it. Letting people see the chink in your armor. Mm-hmm. I need you to understand that you're not Superman. You have super moments, mm-hmm. but you are not Superman. Okay? I need you guys to really be open. This is a new thing. This is a new way. We're bringing good men back. We're bringing healthy men back. Yeah. That is my job as a voice for men. Mm-hmm. This is what we're doing. I'm done with the whole thing. I'm I'm sick and tired of seeing my men on tabloids and everything else killing themselves. Yeah, I'm tired. Why, it's me, bro. Dog, it was hard. Like even earlier this year, we had James uh, uh, David Frank, who is Tommy from Power Rangers,
1: mm. kill
0: yeah. himself. He was fifty something years old. That was hard. And it's a it's a shocker. Like it's it was a whole shocker. Not understanding that these like. The the worst place, and thank God, for, I'm telling you, Just Heal, bro, changed my life and it changed the game for mm-hmm. me. That the worst place, the most dangerous place for a man to be is alone in his thoughts. Mm-hmm. It's not good for a man to be alone. It's not good for man to be alone. Oh. And we're not just talking about relationships. It's hard for even men to have a brotherhood. Yeah. It was hard for me for years. Yeah. But God has literally opened me up, opened my emotional heart, opened me up, made my heart from, took it from stone and turned it to flesh. And now I'm able to have conversations with my brothers. Yeah. Talk to them when I'm down. I call this man often Mm. when I'm feeling the weight of being a man because it's a weight. It's a a responsibility. Why do you think that God has given man broader shoulders than women? Yeah. Because it's a weight being a man. Yeah. But here's the thing. It's not a weight that you need to carry on your own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I need you guys this week. I really need you to do some soul searching, man. Mm-hmm. And find someone. Find someone. Find a
1: brother. Like when we were talking, I told you something that I... Like what you just said. Mm-hmm. I find it so necessary to have another guy yeah. in your life yeah. That is go- that you trust... That you can bear all to. Yeah, I mean, you won't survive without it. And I'm not even. It doesn't have to be a father. It doesn't have to be a brother or a cousin. In fact, I would try to say lean more away from mm-hmm. family and yeah. find someone else in the spirit that you can call and say, "Hey, man, this is the real the real." Yeah, no, I'm not yeah, holding man. back none of the details. I'm not trying to show you that I'm yeah. built up. I'm trying to show you that I'm built. You need that. I have that. We have that, and I think that is what causes us to survive is yeah. that we have someone that we could call to and say, man, I'm just, I'm not feeling it. I can, you could call me angry. Yeah. I mean, I can. angry, angry. Yeah. You could call can. me sad. I mean, crying, crying. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. And what I'm saying someone that you rely on is someone that you know that you can show your rock bottom to, and they're not going to look at you different. Yeah. They, they still going to respect you as the man that has it all together. You need another man come on, bro, in your yeah. life that is capable of doing that. And as mm-hmm. we show them that that's possible, yeah. they in order, you know, start getting it them for themselves. Bro. So I yeah. hope that we can we can show that that is possible and necessary. It is.
0: It's very necessary. And like I said, just Hillbro really told me that a lot of brothers from Detroit came out and we were actually able to connect with each other. Okay. We held we, we locked arms with each other. Brothers who ain't never knew, don't know no, nothing yeah. about each other. It comes from all walks of life. Yeah. And in that moment, we were able to come together and do something. So this week, man, if you have somebody that you know you can trust and you feel like they won't judge you and it's a safe space for you, I really need you to stop trying to be yeah. a man and be a man.
1: Yeah.
0: That's Stop good. trying to be a man. Yeah. You holding it in, that's trying.
1: Yeah.
0: Being a man is talking.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Being a man is crying. Mm -hmm. that's what really being a man is I'm 31 years old and I just found that out a year ago Mm -hmm. so many different things in but as a man I am a grown man this is a grown man we cry we talk to one another we we build a bond this is Mm -hmm. my brother Mm -hmm. you have some of those in your life and even if you don't go write down what you are feeling I journal I journal you know what I'm saying i have a I have a plethora of journals with thoughts, mm-hmm. pains, you know, even prayers that I'm mm-hmm. asking God, you know what I'm saying I talk mm-hmm. you know, even if it's in my writing, but what I need you to do this week, I need you to get it off your chest, get that weight off your chest, have an emotional animal, yeah, get it out, man, it's human, get it out, you're human, you're human, it's okay. I'm letting I'm telling you, and if I'm the first person to let you know, mm-hmm. I'm letting you know it's okay yeah. that you're hurting. Yeah. It's okay that you feel like you're not receiving the love that you're getting. Yeah. It's okay. It's actually very normal. Mm-hmm. It happens often. Yeah. And especially in the culture that we live in today. But you have release, brother. Your release is your voice. Mm-hmm. Your release is being able to write it down, get it off your chest. And let God handle the rest. Absolutely, man. Brother, I really appreciate you coming through. Rocking with your boy, man. We have so much great content this season. God is doing an amazing thing where I don't want to talk about it. We have so many different things that are coming. So much great content, partnerships, everything. So y'all just pray for us. As we continue to do what we do in ministry yeah. and building uh, building back up that yeah. manhood and what it really yeah. is to be a man. I love you all and I will see you guys in episode three. Peace.